What's up, Big Drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Man, we got a great show coming for you this week. We drink some great beers. Oh, uh, let's see. We have some news stories that have a very um, interesting news story to me anyway. I think it's a very serious news story. And a couple, you know, fun facts later on. We have a great cold brew list. We have a best of the year list. That's our first one. Uh, that we have this late in the season, but it's a really good one. It's one we have not done before. And at the very end of the show, Sorcerer Chromatic and I give nicknames, Wu-Tang nicknames for our daughters. So if we ever have to bring them up later on during our show, instead of just saying our daughter, we will say these names. It might take us a while to to remember them or, you know, to, to memorize them, I should say. And, uh, but anyway, I, I I had a lot of fun with it. It gets a little slow at that part, I, I must admit, uh, listening back to it. It does get a little slow, but um, I'm glad we did it. So from here on out, we have names for our daughters. We could say, and know who we're talking about, and you can know who we are talking about. So we have, of course, the beer news, the list, the shenanigans, the basic show for you in the penultimate show for 2021. Don't forget to follow us on Untapped and Instagram. Search Cold Brew Podcast. And also, don't forget, Copper State Beer Festival for those in Arizona or going to be coming to Arizona on January 15th. It's going to be the biggest beer festival in Mesa, Arizona. Um, I will go over the particulars in weeks to come. Who's going to be there besides little old me? Um, I just ordered some stickers and some coasters. I'm thinking of ordering a couple more merch items. And so uh, we're going to have just a bunch of stuff there. We are going to, I'm already starting to get a lineup. Got some people going to sit down and talk with me at the event. And actually, I'm going to have a speaker so everyone can hear. So you don't have to be sitting at the table to hear me. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. Copper State Beer Festival festival excuse me january 15th get your tickets at copperstatebeerfest.com all right so without further ado it's time for another cold brew what's up chrome it's our turn baby beer reviews this ain't our job <laughs> but we're still fly you know we're the flyers Barely pay our rent, because all our money is spent hey, you know that's right. on barrel-aged styles and barley wines. Wine, we raise a glass a to our heroes who have passed. All right, Sports TV and movies too. Oh, top culture. We talk about anything. Coming at you, pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing yeah. Good. Christmas is upon us. Yes, this show will drop on Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of you. And even if you don't celebrate Christmas, here's a show anyway. Yes. Happy holidays. Yeah. Um, are you all done with your shopping and gifting and all that? Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, you're better than me. I, I still have three more to, to buy. Me, me, and my daughter? <laughs> me, myself, and I. 
<laughs> my daughter's all set. I, I guess I could tell you. Um, she don't listen to the show. So I bought her a... Friend. You know what? Let, let's save it to the end. We'll save it for uh, shenanigans. I'll, I'll tell you what, what I got her. I got her a few things. But anyway, okay. let's get to the beer, shall we? Sure. So today I have in front of me from our good friends down in Houston, Texas. From the St. Arnold Brewing Company. I have Ye old Christmas Sale. I got this. Yeah, I got this from uh, my friend Tiffany. She's also known on Instagram as at the, uh, at Classic Comeback Coach. She sent me. We've traded beers before, and then you know, so I. She comes up on, on our feed, the Cold Brew Podcast feed, and one time she said she was doing. Um, she had a bunch of tomatoes, didn't know what to do with them, so she, she was going to make a Bloody Mario mix, and so I just threw out, "Hey, you know what? You know, I'd like to try some of that," and she's like, "Sure, I'll, I'll send you some." I go, "Okay." Um, she was out here in the Phoenix Valley December 3rd that uh, that weekend I, I flew out there to, to visit um, your daughter and uh, what was I gonna say oh she she asked if she hit me up asked if I wanted to meet up and she she'd bring the Bloody Mary mix but you know of course I was out of town so she ended up sending it to me she didn't even tell me she just sent it to me she already had my address from the beer exchange we did earlier so that was kind of cool but she also threw in a couple of uh, beers uh, she had gone to Texas recently and Thought I might enjoy a couple of these, and I'm like, holy shit, this is perfect for the show. So that's how I got these. So a shout out to Tiffany, really appreciate it. Uh, St. Arnold Christmas Ale, looking it up here, it is 7.5% alcohol by volume. It is an old ale. Um, let's see here, it's available between October and December. So I just, just got it barely in. Uh, rich copper color, hearty ale, perfect for the holiday season with the malty sweetness and spicy hop character. The generous use of five different malts is responsible for the full flavor and high alcohol level of this beer. St. Arnold Christmas Ale is best consumed at 45 degrees Fahrenheit. Recommended pairings, fruitcake, Christmas pudding, squash bisque, or ye olde podcast. So without further ado, Papa. What do you got? All right. Now, <clears throat> I have from Local Brewing out of San Francisco, California. Mm-hmm. I have their fall seasonal, which is a called a Belgian Bump. A Belgian and, Bump, huh? Yeah. And um, this is a, uh, what's it called? It's a golden ale with coffee. Okay. And... And for, I, I'm pretty sure it's kind of a Bay Area thing. Um, have you heard of Phil's Coffee? Yeah, yeah, I have. Oh, is it out there in, in Arizona? I, I I just know because of the Bay Area. I'm sure it's bigger than just the Bay Area, though. Right, because like uh, I mean, there's like you guys have a uh, you guys do you guys have Dutch Brothers out there? Yeah, we have Dutch Brothers and Black yeah. Rock just uh, sprung up uh, right next to me. That's another uh, chain, I believe. And oh, of okay. course, of course, Starbucks. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, Phil's is, uh, you know, it, it's it's a trendy coffee. It's it's hardcore. Um, it, it's for the hardcore kind of sewers. I mean, it's not like they're they're hardcore. Or I don't know. Some of them might be. I don't know. You know, <laughs> right. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to exclude anyone if uh, that, that's what they are. You know. But uh, real quick, uh, the uh, the write up on this is our annual fall beer. Uh, our <laughs> our annual fall beer 
coffee beer collab with Phil's Coffee right here in SF. This Belgian Golden Strong was brewed with 100% Belgian Pilsner and Phil's Ambrosia Coffee of the God's Light Roast blend. Sip for notes of light cream cappuccino, banana nut bread, and subtle lemon notes. Now, what I think is really cool is um, if you go to the local brewing and go to their beer lists and mm -hmm. stuff, uh, they kind of have like a little like a uh, graph chart profile thing. And like, uh, so just real quick, there's just three little, um, three little characters on it. It's first is the, is the hot cone and, uh, that's the, for the hoppiness. Okay. So this is rated, at, this is rated as one cause it's a IBU of 18. So oh, it's okay. not, it's not going to be bitter at all. However, it might have some roasty bitterness, you know, um, Moving on, then they have like it looks like a little aluminum can, like a beer can, and that's for the the ABV, the alcohol. Okay. And of course, this is an eight point zero percent. And then it has just like a little hexagon, if you will, and uh, and, and that score is just the complexity of the beer, and they rate that at an eight. Okay. So they rate their own beer. Yeah. Okay. I kind of like that. They rate their own beer. <laughs> Do they rate it or just they just uh? Give you statistics. They scored, yeah, they they scored, scored it. it. Yeah. There you yeah. go. That's a good way to put it. Right. But yeah, I mean, uh, for those of you, go to localbrewing.com uh, local and check out their beer list. Um, I mean, and I'm using the phone. I don't know if the phone uh, mobile site is different than the regular, um, you know, desktop laptop site. site. Yeah, desktop, yeah. However, it's really cool. And um, without any further ado, pop off. Very nice. All right, so the St. Arnold Giel Christmas sale is it's a nice. It's now it says spicy, so you know I, I always, you know, reel a little bit when it says spicy because it's like oh, it's not spicy is not my thing, as many of you know out there. But this one's really good. It's very subtle. The spice. It's not um, not even. I wouldn't even call it like a cinnamon spice. It's it's just a warmth. It's more of, of a warmth than a, a spice to it. This one's really good. Very um, complex. As far as the malt goes, it says it's got five different malts. So I'm getting toffee, some sweet. I'm getting a little bit of grass in there, like some, like a little bit of uh, um, like earthiness. And there's there's a lot of there's a lot going on here. This is really good. I'm glad it's only 12 ounce because 7.5. This is a uh, this is like almost like a double IPA, you know, in that category of ABV. But this one's really good. Um, I did just pull it out of the fridge, so it's about 40 degrees. Fahrenheit so as it goes as the show goes along it might open up a little bit more but right now it's really good I, I really like this one and this is a uh, this I'm gonna rate this pretty high later on during our untapped portion of the show so how's your uh, local brewing beer okay so right away the, the coffee uh, aromatics are there you know it's a uh, really really coffee-ish mm -hmm. um, however the, the taste is very uh very palatable. It's not like a super strong coffee. So put it this way. Yeah. It, you think it'd be a, a deeper coffee note with just how it smells. However, it's a beer with coffee in it, so you're going to get beer. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm digging this stuff, you know? Uh, coffee beers, I'm finding I, I, I quite enjoy them. Oh, that's good. Maybe uh, maybe you like coffee, drink coffee straight. Well, I mean, I, I drink coffee every day. I mean, yeah, no problem. No, I mean, like, straight as in, like, no cream or, or sugar or anything in it. Yeah, I, I do that sometimes. Oh, okay. There you go. Very, very healthy. All right. We will, like I mentioned, we will rate these later during our untapped portion of the show. 
But for right now, it's time. Wait, wait, real, yeah. oh, real quick. Oh, I'm going to say, for an 8.0% beer, this is uh, very palatable. I mean, uh, you know, a, a golden Belgian. I mean, Belgians do pack a punch. And mm -hmm. um, they are they are very, uh, what's it called? They ain't watered down. You know what I mean? They, they got flavor to them. So, oh, yeah. Uh, so the fact that this one is is very uh, palatable and, and easy to drink uh, could be a recipe for danger. <laughs> well, you know. Hey, that that just made me think of something. Can you imagine like a Belgian light beer? Right. <laughs> a Belgian day crusher, just. <laughs> <laughs> right. Session beer, a session well, Belgian. Well, well, I mean, you're crushing them, but they'll crush you faster than uh, you could admit. <laughs> I'm sure there's. I'm sure they're out there. Right? We were joking, but we're you know as we're thinking of you know yeah. the Dubels, Tripels, you know strong ales, <laughs> quads. All right, so now it's time for the beer news. All right, this one is. Uh, this is the most serious beer news I've had in a while. But right now, there is another beer can shortage. Uh, son of a bitch. Not only is there a beer can shortage, though, this is this is the, the crux of it that, that really gets to me, is that... Um, is it all those a-hole seltzer brands? Uh, I'm sure they have something to do with it, but they, oh. it's... It's what Bell uh, Balls, you know, Ball Corp is the world's largest can maker. Oh and yeah, the ball jars. Yeah, they they sent a letter to breweries. In fact, there's a a production plant uh, just like about like ten miles south of me. Uh, two towns over. Yeah, two towns over. That's right. It really is two towns over. <laughs> uh, um, let's see where where it was. Oh yeah, um, they sent a letter to breweries without contracts, saying they would no longer fill direct orders of less than one million cans or, or store them. The previous minimum order was 204,000 cans. So to get cans, the breweries would need to go through a middleman distributor, which is expected to add significant costs. So you have a distributor willing to go under contract with Ball to buy, you know, one or two million cans and then sell it to smaller breweries. And then that in turn, of course, so you have to pay the middleman cost, right? Right. So, uh. yeah, so... Um, yeah, so other Colorado breweries, including uh, River North, received notices cutting them off. This is a Colorado-specific article. That's why it mentions Colorado Brewery, River North, plus a couple others uh, a little bit higher in the the article. But I just wanted to get to the meat. Um, so it's the second existential threat to hit the industry in the past two years after pandemic led to a 9% drop in crop beer sales, but also... Um, a scarcity in aluminum in, in cans. I mean, we, we covered that before. Some brewers started doing bottles again. Right. So anyway, yeah, so I just thought I'd mention that. Um, even though this is Colorado, I'm sure it's going to spread it to other states um, if, if it hasn't already. No, I, I totally get it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to say to that. I mean, you know, maybe... Uh, I don't know some some uh, craft brewers associations and whatnot could could team together and, and be their own middleman distribution. You know, right? They they all chip in and and maybe they do pay a little bit extra, but maybe not the middleman extra, but just uh, you know they all they arrange a buy. Right. 
like a, you know, a group out here or, you yeah. know, anywhere in the Bay Area, some of the smaller micros, yeah. they all get together, they buy a million yeah. cans and they split it up. Right. Hey, there's nothing in your backyard, dude. Maybe you could store something. <laughs> That's true. I got, I just need like a tent. Yeah, a little tarp. A little yeah, tarp action. Exactly. Like a camouflage tarp, like a, like Cheech had in Nice Dreams, a pool. There you go. <laughs> the, the sizzling screen. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next beer story. And Hershey's, the chocolatier Chocolatier, the confectioner out of uh, Hershey Pennsylvania they sent a cease and desist to the owners of Parliament Brewing in Sonoma Sonoma County California to stop calling a beer a common catchphrase that happens to share a name with one of its candy bars Uh, this is a quote from the co-owner Justin Bosch uh, saying we named a beer whatchamacallit because we had a plumber we loved who was kind of hokey. He would refer to everything as a whatchamacallit. I never heard the term before. Um, so they brewed a whatchamacallit Imperial IPA twice. Once when Parliament opened in 2019 and again in 2020. And they received the notice late in the summer of 2021. Uh, he describes his reaction as, You gotta be fucking kidding me. I went to Hershey Park like 10 times as a kid. It made me very sad. All right. Like every, everyone's got a connection to a certain, you know, place or product or, you know, they have memories and fond memories just because they have a connection. Doesn't mean that the person, place or thing has a connection back to them. Uh, yes. <laughs> and not only that, but this day and age, so many breweries are, are using parody uh, drawings and parody uh, beer names and you got to do your homework, son. Uh, that's yeah. all I can say. I have, I have no no love loss for um, for these guys uh, with um, Parliament Brewing. Although I, I do love the name. I wonder if the Parliament fucking Deluxe gonna give them a cease yes. and desist for the <laughs> exactly George, George Clinton. Yeah, signed by George Clinton. Right. <laughs> How do you feel about all these breweries like using names or? Um, ingredients and using parody uh, artwork and all that stuff. I, I kind of like it because uh, to me, uh, it's kind of a you know, uh, I guess a niche of of, uh, of both art and, and marketing that I like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I think it's clever, especially you know, being more uh, in with the you know pop culture and whatnot. It, it is kind of cool. Now, I, I get people own the rights and stuff like that. However, I thought, like, trademark rights and stuff like that uh, are are kind of uh, null and void if it's uh, not in the same... In, well, I guess it's food. Like, right. you know, it's FDA-approved stuff, I mm-hmm. guess. So, uh, I guess that might do it. But you know what I mean? Like, if you have a... Yeah, like a whatchamacallit sewing shop somewhere. Right. Or, you know, just different brand name stuff or, or even... Yeah, or even drink. I mean, in, to that aspect, this this kind of goes back to uh, uh, Lagunas trying to patent that, the IPA graphic style or logo. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. When uh, Sierra Nevada Hop Hunter and all that. Oh what yeah. What happened the, to Hop the, Hunter? The font, yeah, the font thing, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it went by the wayside when their little big yeah. things started taking off. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, I. 
I think it's uh, I think it's picking uh, picking the low fruit as far as just right, trying to stoke nostalgia in people. Like, ooh, well, I, yeah. I used to like Cinnamon Toast Crunch as a kid. I'm going to buy the Cinnamon Toast Crunch beer. Right. Well, I mean, no one's confusing the candy bar with beer. I mean, at least True. I hope not. <laughs> right. So, but it's it's still uh, banking, our, you know, uh, using the name. It's also diluting right. the name, too. We, we've talked about that before. Right. But anyway. All right. I, I just thought I'd throw that out there because... Uh, um, yeah, I mean, at this point, you got to do your research and see what things are named. Right. If it takes off, then you're not going to be able to use it no more. Exactly. All right. And one, oh, no, there's, there's two more things. One story and then one just quick blurb. Uh, there is a new whiskey distilled from Sierra Nevada beer. Oh? Yeah, Ruthless is a collaboration between St. George Spirits and Sierra Nevada Brewing that's been eight years in the making. So, you right. know, in a very basic sense, uh, whiskey is distilled beer. They use, a, you know, they use, they use a different recipe for the the wort, if you will. And then they distill the fermented concoction, the beer, quote unquote beer. But it's not something you would drink. Um, that would be like actually tastes good um, before it's distilled. Right. You know, I, I went to St. George Distillery once and yeah, they had a. They had a barrel they got from Sierra Nevada. They mm-hmm. didn't say exactly what it was. However, they said it was a um, an attempted recipe that they weren't happy with. So they were going to distill it there and see what they got from from it. Because, you know, they had alcohol in it. Right, <laughs> yeah. know, so. uh, let's see here. Uh, California Charbet Distillery has famously been making whiskey from beer for over two decades. Uh, whiskey made from otherwise drinkable beer is still relatively rare. Producing commercial beer only to distill it down is an additional time-consuming step and added expense, but it does happen. And today, one of the biggest names in craft brewing has announced the release of their first whiskey ever made from their beer. Sierra Nevada Brewing and nearby St. George Spirits have created Ruthless, a limited edition whiskey distilled from Sierra Nevada's Ruthless Rye IPA. Oh, okay. So, hey, what do you know? They've been doing it for a while. They finally uh, got it out to the public. That's right. Maybe maybe that's what because um, it says it's been eight years in the making. Uh, the Ruthless yeah. Rye IPA was distilled back in 2013, but the brands have actually been collaborating since 1997 with Sierra Nevada Brewing. The distillers beer St. George uses to produce their whiskey. To hammer yeah. home the depth of this partnership, the companies explained that Ruthless not only blended together whiskey from seven Ruthless Rye IPA casks, but also contained a touch of the first ever barrel of St. George single malt whiskey that Sierra Nevada helped create. So this is kind of cool. I, I'm interested. Uh, I, I mean, are you are you interested? It's a rye. I know you're not a you're not a big rye guy, right? Right, but it, it's. I mean, is there is is the beer recipe for a rye beer a straight rye grain? No, it's not. Right. You know, it's a yeah. small percentage that mm-hmm. makes it rye. So I, I'm interested in it as a distilled beer. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Ruthless will officially launch Saturday, December 18th. So it, it launched last weekend. Yeah. Um, exclusively at St. George Spirits Distillery in Alameda, California. A limited number of bottles will be available for 75 bucks each. But the Ooh. two bottles per person limit. So it, it might already be uh, sold out. Oh, I could imagine. Yeah, it's probably already on the secondary market. And locals are pissed because they didn't get a chance to buy it. 
obviously. <laughs> All right, and one more thing I wanted to bring up. Like I said, I got a blurb. I just read that the NFL has signed a five-year extension and Bud Light will remain the official beer of the NFL at least through 2026. Nice. And that was it. All right. You know what time it is? I think I do. Time for everyone's favorite segment on cold brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the cold brew list. Let me ask you this. Where would you go online for very exotic beers? Ooh, exotic. Mm. Guess what, motherfucker? I don't know. I guess the, the well, there's always the, the Facebook Marketplace. But if you want yeah, to do you it, you know, if you want to do it on the up and up for real, probably I don't know. Um, you could probably go to the the breweries themselves. Oh, Tavor. There you go. I got a list of the top twenty beers uh, for on Tavor for twenty twenty one. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm going to try to shoot through these because uh, there's 20. Maybe I'll slow down for the top 10. There you go. Yeah, just do the first 10 and then we'll we'll discuss the, the top 10. All right. So uh, number 20 from Frem. Mm-hmm. Or is it Frem? Frem, Frem, Frem. Yeah. Up there in the Pacific Northwest. I even right. forgot what state it was. Oregon. Okay. All right. So from Frem, Family Brewers, their Japanese lager. That's number 20. Oh, okay. Nice. Number 19, the other half brewing company, their Broccoli Special Reserve IPA, or Imperial IPA. Mm. Um, number 18, Toppling Goliath Pseudo Soup. Oh, yeah, I like that one. That's becoming more available. Yeah. I mean, it's available here. Um, number 17, Elder Pine Brewing and Blending Leveler Amber Ale. Okay. Oh. Uh, number 16, Side Project Brewing, Dry Hopped Grisette. Oh, okay. Not a big Grisette fan, but I know a lot of people are. Um, let's see. Number 15 from Android Brewing Company. Am I saying that right? Android. Yeah, Android Theory. Android Theory Brewing. Um, all that I have learned, uh, they're Maple Whiskleberry... <laughs> Maple whiskey, whiskey barrel aged out. Okay. And in parentheses it says Ghost 987. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, number 14 from Anchorage Brewing. Wake the Others Imperial IPA. All right. Uh, number 13, Great Notion Brewing. Double Berry Shake Fruited Sour. Mm-hmm. Number 12 from Dracula Brewing Company. Revenge of the Hippies Imperial no, uh New England IPA. Okay. From uh, what you call? From uh, I can't talk. I'm, I'm all of a sudden I'm all stepped up. Uh, from Prairie Artisan Ales, the Bourbon Barrel Age Weekend Imperial Stout. Okay. From Casey Brewing and Blending, Funky Blender Blackberry. <laughs> Funky. Okay. Oh, that's number ten. That's number ten. Oh, okay. What what kind of beer is that? So it's blackberry beer. Um, no, is it one of the slushy uh, beers? It's a barrel aged farmhouse base. Oh, okay. Wow. Added with massive amounts of locally grown fruits. 
Um, berry brews come packed with an astonishing three pounds of blackberries per gallon. Oh, that's a lot. Number nine, Clyde Brewing. Their Sunday 2021 barrel aged barley wine. Ooh, wow. So this this uh, barley wine is uh, is in bourbon barrels for 30 months. Holy shit, that's a commitment. Yeah, no kidding. That's like buying a, a million cans. <laughs> right? Got a contract for that 30 months. Oh, here we go. From Fremont Brewing, the Rusty Nail. Barrel aged tap. Have you had that one? I know you've had the Dark oh, yeah. Star, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. I had the Dark Star and the Rusty Nail. All right, nice. How was it? Do you remember? Um, Very barrel agey and stouty. <laughs> All right. No, was it like, like, wow, this is great. Like, you don't have to remember all the taste uh, notes. Right. Um, no, well, it was nice. I, I, I did like it. I had that one in the Dark Star. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I took one to Paso once, the first time you went to Firestone. Oh, okay. Man, that, that night, I, I don't even remember everything we drank. <laughs> right. Uh, number seven, Wheelworks Brewing Company. The... Pontoon Brewing Company. Oh, wait. Wellworks Brewing Company and Pontoon Brewing Company. The snozberries taste like fruit camp fruited Berliner Weiss. Crazy uh, zombie. Oh, that's a crazy that's a crazy name. Yeah. Uh, from Georgia, Pontoon got together with Colorado's Wellworks to make this tiki treat using a seen amount of black currants, tart cherries, pineapples, papayas, almonds, vanilla, and lactose. All right. Yeah. Sounds about uh, right. Next from from Drecker, slang du jour raspberry cheesecake fruited sour. They have so many du jours. I don't know if I've had that one. I, I had a couple and then I was like, you know what? I'm I'm done with the, the sours. <laughs> not not just from them, but from from different breweries. No, I get you. Um then uh, number five is Wellberg's Brewing Company by themselves. They're Blueberry Cobbler Ber- Berliner Weiss. Man, well, that sounds good. A lot of fucking, a lot of the fruited sours in there, man. Yeah. And it's crazy because, yeah. People are embarrassed to go buy them at the store. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's all right. And I was, but I was thinking like, those are like the worst beers to ship because those are the ones yeah. that fucking explode. Exactly. Um, number four, Fremont Brewing, the Brew Five Thousand Barrel Aged Barley Wine. All right. uh, English Barley Wine, Fremont's. Oh, it's it's uh, their Five Thousand Batch of Beer. Oh, okay. So it's very limited. Yes. Uh, and it's aged in for it was aged for sixteen months. That's it. Uh, I know, right? Uh, I know. By then, they're like at five thousand two hundred. No, sorry. um. <laughs> Number three, Evil Twin Brewing from New York to the Milky Way and back to Imperial Milkshake IPA. Wow. Um, number two, Jester King, the uh, S-P-O-N, Red, Shisto, and F- Fuyu Persimmon. Shit. It, it's a wild ale. Yeah, a lot of... Uh, not a sourness. Yeah. And number one from Anchorage Brewing, a deal with the devil, double oak vanilla bean barrel aged barley wine. 
And who's that by? I, I, I missed it. Anchorage. Oh, Anchorage. Oh, wow. An Anchorage. Nice. Uh, I'm sneaking in there in the Tavor. Ooh, shout out. They use uh, uh, Elijah Craig Bourbon Bros. Oh, okay. Over oh, First, they use Woodford Reserve Double Oak Barrels. Then transferred to Elijah Craig. All right, so they got some uh, wow. some big names in the uh, in the bourbon realm uh, to barrel their beer in. Are, are those legit. two are those two really that different that they will impart two different flavors? You think? Yeah. Okay. I'm I mean, not, I'm not a big bourbon guy. I know you're more so than I am. I know yeah, you're not for the, me, the expert, for, but oh yeah, for me the uh, the the Woodford Reserve Double. Mm-hmm. If I yeah I, I would I would buy that bottle over Elijah Craig, cause that's super smooth. That's easy to sip. You okay. know what I mean? Like you should get one and have it around the house in case I show up. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll just yes. go out to the uh, the liquor store and yeah. grab one right now. Yeah, Elijah Craig's going to be uh, a lot more live. It's it's it's. Now I'm not saying that the ABV is higher, but mm-hmm. a lot of times, well, because the last Elijah Craig I had was a higher ABV one. So so to me, it just got. You know, it just got that kicked up profile. Gotcha. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna but, take yeah. your time between sips. Right, but Woodford no, but Woodford Double is super smooth. Hmm. Super smooth. Got it. All right. What a great list. Um I don't think we've done a, a top ten or top twenty Tavor list before, so that's no. awesome. <clears throat> you know, I I'm a fan of Tavor. However, you know, I, I guess that was uh you know, it, it gets pricey. It adds up real quick. Yep. I mean, you know, let, but you know, I I could, <laughs> I could go spend the same money at, at you know, some of the uh, liquor stores around here that sell craft beer. So, uh, it's not that. It's a uh, yeah. Some of these offerings, uh, it it is a bit of a gamble. Like you know, you never tasted them before or sampled them before. So it's like, ooh, do I want to spend like you know, eighteen bucks on this beer that I never had? You know, granted, yeah, it's got a lot of good uh, reviews and whatnot, but it still doesn't mean I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I I hear you on that. And uh, speaking of reviews, how's your beer treating you? Oh, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm yeah. liking it. It's uh, it's mellowed out. However, the uh, the coffee notes are there, and uh, some of the Belgian-y of the beer showed up too. Oh, okay, nice. So it's like I'm drinking Prankster and coffee at the same time. <laughs> we are going to rate our beers on Untapped right now. Just search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. Now, I actually remembered what your beer was this time. You had by local brewing company, their Belgian Bump. It's a Belgian strong golden ale with coffee. And what would you... Ooh, two of our friends have rated it already. All right. I'm going to give this one a 375. Three seven five. Check in right now. It has an overall rating of three seven five. Oh no, three seven one. And both of our friends average three seven five. Now you're gonna. Um, Chris Hughes gave it a four point oh, and then you gave it a three point five. That was back in two thousand seventeen. So maybe uh, you like coffee a little bit more, or this batch is better. Possibly. All right. So um, you had it, but you did not have it for the show. So I don't know where you had it at. And you never told me. How dare you? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> All right, so. Maybe someone hacked my account. Oh, that's it. They hacked it. Uh, November 17th, uh, 2017. Huh. 
Uh, let's see. That's fucking four years ago. Huh? Um, let's see here. Check in. At three seven five. What would you like to? What what notes would you like to leave on this beer? Belgian. Belgian. Coffee. Coffee. And fills. Fills. F I L Z. Right. Yes. All right. There you go. Save. <laughs> Check in. I like the way you delivered fills for some reason. It cracked me up. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. And I had by St. Arnold Brewing Company out of Houston, Texas, their Ye Old Christmas Ale. And I really like this one. I'm going to give this one a 425. So let me look mine up real quick. Uh, Christmas Ale. Oh, there's a lot of them. Uh Saint. Oh, here it is. Oh, there's a Christmas ale and a Christmas ale 2021. I'll do the 2021. Uh, let's see. We have no friends check in. Um, what did I say? A four or four two five? Four two five, right? Everyone, there's an overall check in of three point seven nine. So I'm gonna bump this up a little bit. I'm gonna say this one is. Uh, let me see here. What am I thinking here? It's sweet, warm, and inviting. It really is. It really is a great beer. Check in. And we are done checking in our beers. All right. So I, like I mentioned a little while ago. Oh, you know what? Before we get to my daughter's Christmas gifts, I got her. <laughs> oh, we're going we're gonna to give our uh, kids um, nicknames, right? Oh, we're going to do that? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. All right. Let's see here. Let me see. Wu-Tang Clan Name Generator. I think there's two of them out there right now. And we can use the uh, Wu-Tang-Shin, Wu like magician. Wu-Tang-Shin Name Generator. The mess.be or the Wu-Tang Name for me. Or the Wu-Tang Name Generator.net. Use the .net. That net one, okay. I think that's the one we've used before for ours. I forgot what the fuck mine was, but... Uh... Alright, so it's got a name for first and last name. I'm going to do my daughter first because she was born first. I mean, she's yeah. she's the eldest, so that's why. And there's no middle name function, so just first and last. And my daughter's Wu-Tang name is... Wait a minute. Oh, that's public search records. What the fuck am I doing there? <laughs> Does your daughter have a record? <laughs> oh, I, it was a search feature, so I, I put her name in. I thought it was a, a generator feature. Oh, you know what? This one's not great because it just gives a, a bunch of names. Um, it, it just randomizes names and, and gives them to you. You don't. We don't do it like we we. It's not done like we did it. One of them here is Johnny Wing. Get the fuck out of here. All right, let's try a different name generator. Do you want the Wu-Tang name for me, the mess, or the Wu-Tang-Shin.net? Do the first one. All right. How about this? Oh, wait. Oh, oh, hold, hold on. I found another one. <coughs> Wu-Tang-Clan.net. This, oh, this, is, this might be it right here. Oh. Yeah, this is the one we did. All right. Woomy, because this one says Woomy. <laughs> I don't know if I like this one. 
Bachelor Ocular. Nah, nah, nah. Let me let me put her middle name in there. <laughs> Tree Toad Proud. What the fuck? I don't like any of these, man. Yeah, try another site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it, it Bachelor, she's a she's a girl. Exactly. All right. Here's it's not the, like she has a, a unisex name either. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, here we go. I like this one. All right. Well, I don't like it, but it's a it's a much better one. It's a gender neutral one. So I entered her name in the mess.be Wu-Tang names generator. And my daughter will, f- <laughs> will forever be known as Foolish Conqueror. Nice. <laughs> so let, let me uh, let me put these in my notes here. Wu-Tang <laughs> names. All right. So let me put my daughter's name in Foolish Conqueror. All right. And now next is your first born. Um, I'm just going to put first last just like my daughter's. And enter. Right, wait. Are you going to put her whole name or, or the, the, diminu- the diminutive? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. What it, what, what do you, what do you want me to put? I put her full name. I was just joking. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know if you're gonna like this one. <laughs> Zexy Wanderer. Yeah. No. I yeah. Yeah. That. She's too young for that, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this name. Uh, Expert professional. There you go. I, I put her her uh, her nickname. Oh her, really? Yeah, or her her diminutive name, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. Um, oops, I I misspelled the the last name for some reason. Jeez. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Let's try this again. Um, violent contender. There you go. That's a cool name. So, yeah. that's her gonna be her name, violent. Contender. All right, and now your youngest daughter's name. And enter the Wu Tang. Shrieking Dreamer. Yeah, gonna like it. All right. All right, so Shrieking Dreamer. I'm sure we're gonna just call him the Conqueror, the Contender, and the Dreamer at some point. Just because it's easier, you know, it's easier to say. All right, so my daughter's name is Foolish Conqueror. So what I got the Foolish Conqueror this year, since I couldn't get the Olivia Rodrigo tickets, I bought her a framed um, autographed CD cover with the CD right next to it, Um, Olivia Rodrigo, and it's got the authenticity to the Certificate of Authenticity. I mean, I paid a little extra for that, but I didn't want, you know, some schlub, you know, signing... uh, like here, here you go. Give it to their kid. Here, sign yeah. sign Olivia Rodrigo's name twenty times. Right. So I got that, and then I also bought her a, a video game, just some party game for Nintendo Switch, because she likes playing multiplayer games. She likes, yeah. um, she doesn't like one player games for some reason. 
And I fucking love one player games. But I guess when we were when you and I were kids, we didn't play a lot of one player games. If we did, we always handed off, right? Like like Zelda or Metroid. Yeah, we kind of didn't like those because it took too long. But like, <clears throat> oh, I remember like Contra and Jackal and uh, Jackal. Was I remember that, that one. Oh, was it Life Force? Oh yeah, Life Force was fun, man. That was a great yeah. one. Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember digging the two player game. Yeah, especially Ooh, Akari Warriors. Akari Warriors. Um, yeah. What else? Even like uh, you know the early Mario Kart and RC Pro M and. Oh yeah, that was good. One. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I got her that, and then I bought her a book called, uh, let's see right here, um, Sideways Stories from Wayside School. Oh, yeah, that's a popular. And yeah, I think uh, that's that's about it. I think those three are good. I was just going to buy her the, the Livio Rodrigo, but the other two are kind of like impulse buys, just to, you know, round stuff out. Plus, I'll probably buy her some Robux, too. Cool. Um, what'd you get your daughters? Anything, uh, anything cool? <laughs> Why well, your, your, your youngest is only like a month old, month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, well, the typical dad cop, my, my wife handled it. Oh, okay. All right. No, I mean, w- yeah, we were, uh, we got the older one clothes. I mean, you know, some toys, you know, they, they really don't need much because no. we know that the, the relatives, their aunts and uncles and stuff and grandparents uh, of course grandparents yeah <laughs> they they get them you know um they get them stuff just for showing up at the house you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right exactly so yeah my, but my wife organized the, the gifts and stuff for them so it's, it's all good right on nothing too crazy yeah yeah i got a little something for for you and your wife to share and then of course some for each of the the kids and i'll send them with our parents so you'll, you'll get them after you have like a second christmas cool yeah, anything else you'd like to add to this episode of Cold Brew Podcast? No, just uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to the listeners. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to another show. Appreciate you. And uh, yeah, have a good one. Be safe. And thanks for, yeah, thanks for downloading. Thanks for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic. And we like like to wish you cheers. Until next time.